Welcome to the Million Pound Biller Coffee Break Podcast. These are short podcasts for you to listen to at a coffee break. Developed to give you some quick ideas on how to help you build your desk and business. Now, over to Adrian Mansfield, the Million Pound Biller for today's Coffee Break Podcast. Welcome to the Million Pound Biller Podcast. I'm Adrian Mansfield, and in my 20 plus years in recruitment, I've had a number of million pound years. I've worked in most of the major recruitment markets and in all sales roles within a recruitment agency. I've also run my own company and set up companies both in the UK and in several international locations. Recruitment has given me the opportunity to travel the world and see some of the best and worst places on offer, from Australia to Afghanistan and many more in between. The Million Pound Biller podcast offers those at any level in recruitment tips and ideas from me and my contacts, both inside and outside recruitment, but all from the coalface. Information and ideas that can be taken back to your day-to-day careers and put you on the path to a million pound year. The cornerstone of my success over the years has been my willingness to learn and develop my skills, something I still do every day. Now I'm offering you some of my ideas and thoughts that will allow you to squeeze the most out of your recruitment career, no matter what level you're at and where you're aiming for. Every journey, even one to a million pounds, starts with a single step. So let's take that first step together. Welcome back to another Million Pound Biller Coffee Break podcast, and welcome back to our review of the year. This is the second of three podcasts that I'm running over the festive period, looking back this one to the last 12 months and some of the highlights that I've seen and some of the tips that I want to give you. I'm currently halfway through that top 10 list of tips. If you've missed 10 down to 6, then those are on last week's podcast. can be found wherever you get your podcasts. I highly recommend a quick listen, but in case you've not got time immediately, those 10 down to six tips were number 10, build a strong support network. Number nine, celebrate the small wins. Number eight, the power of outsourcing and playing to your strengths. Number seven, recruitment as the ultimate lifestyle business. Number six, the return on investment you get by working for yourself. So on to the top five tips from this year. And I have to say at this stage that putting this list together has been great fun, but also very tough. I've had a number of great guests this year and I've learned a lot from a wide array of other sources. So taking it down to just 10 was tricky. But let's face it, a top 13 or a top 17 doesn't have the same ring to it. And I've always wanted to present Top of the Pops. For those of you younger listeners, you might have to take a look on YouTube for that, but just avoid the 70s era. As with the benefit of hindsight, the presenters perhaps weren't the best people. So let's move on to that top five. At five, The power of time off, perhaps a very apt one given when this podcast is being sent out. The power of time off came up in one of my earlier podcasts this year. I firmly believe that you need to work hard and play hard. And that means having a real period of time off from your work and the day-to-day stresses. Not only because this allows you to relax and recharge your batteries, but also because when you're away from the day-to-day, you get distance and are often able to see things in a different light. We spoke about the idea of on, not in your business a few times this year. And I think that when you get a period of holiday, you can really put time into thinking about working on your business. I went over my holiday plans in the podcast around the summer, but basically I break my time into three. The first period is a complete switch off, no work at all. Then after a suitable period, I let my mind go to ideas and thoughts about the business and things I can improve or do. And I take some notes. Then finally, at the end of my holiday, I will have a period to set up actions and plans to implement some of those ideas. This would typically be the day before I go back to the office, and I'll start to diarise tasks and set up deadlines on actions, which I'll then review over the next period. So take your time off and let it power your desk and your business. Done well, it can be a real boost to what you do. Tip number four, 
always be learning. Spend time every day working on your skills and or listening to or reading things from those people you admire or who've been there before. Those of you who listen to this podcast a lot will note the intro. And in it, I say I spend time every day learning and working on myself. This is something I have always done and something I continue to do to this day. Indeed, if I ever find I stop learning or finding out new things, I suspect that will be the time to stop everything. The point is, no matter how much you know, how much you've done and how successful you've been, there is always something you can learn. I try to get one of those, wow, I didn't know that, or wow, that's interesting, moments every day. I have a number of podcasts, books and other methods of getting knowledge, but I'm equally happy learning from my kids and my partner. There is always something to be learned and applied in your business life, so keep those eyes and ears open. Number three, Ubuntu. This is a Zulu phrase I heard in a series on Netflix from a coach in the US that had amazing success with the Boston Celtics. It means I am because you are. And it's been used by Archbishop Desmond Tutu and Nelson Mandela, amongst other luminaries. The phrase hit me as it sums up how I've always tried to work and deliver for my clients and candidates. I try to deliver benefits for all, and by doing so, I get a benefit for myself. As I said in the podcast, I was brought up in the training of win-win. And whilst that's not in the same league in terms of application, the phrases have the same overall feel. If you're helping people and doing the best for them, whether that's consulting for a client or getting a candidate to agree that a role is possibly not for them, as long as you're doing it from the point of view of the benefit from the client or the candidate, rather than the benefit to you, then you'll be better off. The analogy in the documentary is that the Boston Celtics was the main man in a basketball team, can't be the main man if they don't have the team around them. And likewise, the team is nothing if they don't have the main man. They will never be as successful. It takes them all to win, and it's all of them recognising that to get to the ultimate position of success. So on to number two in my top 10 list of tips of the year. And this one is, where are you on the dog sled? This analogy came from my interview with Nick Cramp when we discussed his book, Better Before Bigger. The analogy is that if you're a leader of a business, are you the dog at the front of the apocryphal dog sled, pulling along with all your might, with no idea of the ability to see back, to see what those behind you are doing. You're so focused on where you want to get to, the rest of the pack could be sitting down and being pulled along by you, and you'd have simply no clue. Equally, you're head down pulling, so you can't see more than a couple of feet in front of yourself. And any issues that come up outside of that viewpoint will be a surprise, and most likely one you can't avoid. It's a much better position to be the person at the back of the sled, still controlling the direction and speed, but with a full view of what's going on with the team in front, a clear picture of who's pulling and who isn't, and an equally full view of the terrain ahead, and able to guide the sled away from the bigger issues before they hit. I would suggest that all of us who want to run businesses want to be that person at the back of the sled. The difficulty is that you're so often feeling that you have to do the work, you go back to being the dog at the front. It's a tough balance, but those of whom of us can balance it the best will see the ultimate benefits are huge. So that leads us to our number one tip for the year. But before I reveal it, here are the numbers 10 to 2 in a true top of the pop style. At 10, build a strong support network. At 9, celebrate the small wins. Number 8, the power of outsourcing and playing to your strengths. Number 7, recruitment is the ultimate lifestyle business. Number 6, the return on investment you can get by working for yourself. Number 5, the power of time off. Number 4, always be learning. Number three, Ubuntu and the power of win-win. And number two, the dog stand analogy. Where do you want to run your business from? So that leads us to number one, our top tip of the year. 
And that tip is the magic number. Now, this came out from an interview with Mike Ames just over a month ago, but I think it's so key to everything that we're doing in our business or life that it had to be the number one for me. If you can work out your magic number and have it become your guidance for all things you do and the targets you have, it can become a real driver for your business. I still speak to so many people who are looking to start a recruitment business or any business for that matter with the aim of selling it for a huge profit in the future. And I know that the numbers of those people that do that are tiny. I also know from personal experience the risk that that poses for you and your finances if it goes wrong. If I'd had the magic back number back when I started my own agency in the mid 2000s, I would have driven it in a very different direction. And I suspect we'll be in a much better position now. The point of the magic number is not to stop you selling your business, but rather to give you the plan that you can make the goals you want from your business without the need to sell. That you can have that pot of gold set and ready for you when you want to start, whether or not someone comes along and offers to buy you out or not, is the goal. If they do then come along with a big check, it just adds to the pot. It's not the pot in and of itself. The magic number is, like most good ideas, a very simple process to get to, but it's as powerful a goal tool as I've seen in over 20 years. It can literally be your guidance for all you do. The magic number allows you to then work back and set up yearly and monthly targets, all with that fixed end in mind. As someone said to me this week, having a goal gives you your journey meaning, and having a good goal makes the meaning worthwhile. I would highly recommend you have a listen to the podcast with Mike, and then reach out to either him or me and get the details on how to get your magic number. If you do, you will not be disappointed. I hope you've enjoyed my countdown of the top tips from the year. Of course, if you have alternatives that I've missed, please feel free to reach out to me on social media and suggest others. As always, I'm Million Pound Biller in all the usual places. I will be back next week with my top five books and podcasts from 2021. In the meantime, I hope you all have a great festive period wherever you are in the world and use this period for rest and relaxation it offers. Reconnect with your family and your wider social groups and use it to get your mind and plans ready for 2022. I expect the next year will be a busy one for recruitment and most likely a bumpy one too. Every recession I've been through is a rocky period after the initial recovery and I suspect this recession will be no different. However you spend the next few weeks and whatever your goals for 2022, I look forward to sharing more of my views and more interviews and I hope I can help in some small way in your path to your goals. And until next week, enjoy the journey. Mm-hmm.